Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? This is Luke Munger of Dogman.com. With a little bit of a Cal Golden Bears game preview, the Huskies looking to get their first road win of the season on Saturday, October 22nd at 7.30 p.m. Cal Memorial Stadium has traditionally been a tricky setting for the Washington Huskies, at least in recent years. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see what the Huskies are able to get done and if they can get uh, past their road struggles. Uh, California, an interesting team. Pro Football Focus has their offensive line graded the worst in the Pac-12 in both run blocking and pass blocking. Uh, This is something that I find to be very interesting. Uh, This is a run-first team. They have Jaden Ott, a true freshman running back, uh, who's been fantastic. In fact, he's been the third highest graded running back in the Pac-12, according to PFF as well. So a little bit of an interesting paradox. Uh, The Cal offensive line struggles to create holes for him. Uh, When they do, he's able to go nuts. He had 270-plus yards and three touchdowns against Arizona a few weeks ago on just 19 carries. He averages around 3.7 yards after contact. Uh, The key to Arizona not being able to run the ball extremely well as a result is just that he's generally contacted pretty close to the line of scrimmage. Uh, Cal on the season is averaging around 4.2 yards per carry. Uh, but that drops below three yards per carry if you take out the Arizona game. Uh, so Jaden Knott, a very effective runner. Cal's offensive line, not great at creating holes for him. It'll be interesting to see uh, which, I guess, iteration or version of Cal's running back or Kyle's running game is out on Saturday. Uh, so it's just something to keep an eye on. Like I mentioned as well, uh, they struggled to protect their quarterback, Jake, or excuse me, Jack Plummer, not Jake Plummer. Uh, Jack Plummer has been sacked 18 times this year, that second most in the Pac-12, behind only Washington State's Cam Ward. Uh, Yeah, other than his 18 sacks, he's been graded out as a pretty okay passer for Cal. Uh, He targets receivers, average depth on target around 9.6, which is around middle of the pack in the conference. He's averaging 6.7 yards per passing attempt. Uh, Additionally, he... uh, it takes care of the ball pretty well. Only three picks in six games, nine passing touchdowns. Has thrown between 245 yards and 275 yards in five of six games this year. As you can pretty much pencil him in for 250-ish yards. 
around maybe one or two touchdowns. And uh, it's about a coin flip chance whether or not he'll throw an interception. Just statistically, he's thrown one in three games and has not thrown a pick in three games as well. Uh, going to their receivers, uh, they have a couple of talented receivers that are going to be worth keeping an eye on for sure. Jake Michael Sturdivant, uh, he leads the team with three touchdown receptions. Uh, and he's second with 341 yards on the team. He's a 6'3", 205-pound target, so a pretty big guy. Uh, and he is their contested passes catcher. Uh, he's been targeted eight times on contested balls and has brought down half of them. Uh, so taking 50-50 ball to heart there. Uh, yeah, and then the other kind of receiver to keep an eye on is Jeremiah Hunter. He is their deep threat. His average depth on target is nearly 15 yards downfield. Uh, he has their longest play through the air this year of 49 yards, and he leads the team in receiving yards and receptions this year. Uh, yeah, and then their, I guess, starting receiving core is rounded off by Maven Anderson, a slot receiver. Then we will continue moving down here to the defensive side of the ball for Cal. Uh, right now, Cal's defense is ranked eighth in the conference, according to PFF, uh, which is surprising because they've only given up 34 points is the most points per game, I guess, that they've given up this season. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's a solid defense. PFF is a little tougher on them than I would have been. Nevertheless, uh, they have eighth place standing in run defense. Jackson Sermon has actually been their best defender, uh, not only against the run, but also as a pass rusher and just in general, the highest graded Cal defensive player. Uh, he has been a sure tackler. He leads the team with 52 tackles. He's second in the team with four point five or with four tackles for loss, uh, and second in sacks with one point five. Uh, so he is definitely a guy to keep an eye on in the middle. Uh, he has a knack for making plays at or near the line of scrimmage, uh, and he's also effective in pass rush as well. Craig Woodson is another guy to keep an eye on, a starter in the secondary at safety. Uh, he's been a cog in Cal's run defense as well. Uh, he's the second best graded defender against the run. He has two tackles for loss coming up from his spot in the secondary. Uh, so, yeah, that's something that's interesting as well. Uh, PFF is tough on Cal's interior defensive line. Uh, their two kind of co-starters at the nose tackle spot have been graded out at 50.9 and 43.7 against the run. Uh, even so, Cal's support that they're getting from linebackers and safeties has allowed them to limit teams to just 3.8 yards per carry. Uh, sure, tackling also plays a role in that as well. Uh, pass rush is rated second to last in the Pac-12, actually last, excuse me, in the Pac-12 for Cal. That's something to keep an eye on, especially considering how well the Huskies have kept Michael Penix on his feet. Like I mentioned, Jackson Sermon is the highest graded pass rusher on the team. He has a sack and a half. Um, and something interesting that I learned on PFF is all three of those have been half sacks. So he's actually gotten home and brought the quarterback down three different times, uh, just at the same time as other people on occasion. Uh, then Utah's Xavier Carlton, or excuse me, Cal's Xavier Carlton, who's a transfer from Utah, leads the team with three sacks on the season. Ethan Saunders, Nate Burrell, who's a true freshman, and Miles Jernigan round up the rest of the edge defenders as defensive ends and outside linebackers. Uh, and then Cal's secondary is interesting. They have five starters who each had at least some prior starting experience in the Pac-12. Uh, 
Uh, Daniel Scott is probably their most veteran, and he's their best in coverage. He's a safety. He has a team tying two interceptions this year, team lead tying two interceptions this year, uh, and has been effective in his safety spot. Isaiah Young and Lou Magia Hearns are the two starting corners. Jeremiah Irby is another corner as well, who actually is the highest graded non-starter in coverage for Cal. And he gets a ton of playing time at corner as well. So those are three names to keep an eye on there. Uh, Obviously, we've already mentioned uh, Craig Woodson as well. Lastly, there is Colin Gamble, who starts at nickel. Uh, Yeah, Cal's about middle in the pack in coverage, according to PFF, 73.3 grade. Uh, They're giving up nearly 260 yards through the air per game, but have also intercepted eight passes in six games. So the Huskies will need to look to take care of the ball. Uh, But given Cal's difficulty getting to the quarterback, uh, Michael Penix should have some time to make good decisions and find open receivers. So my two matchups to watch are first Cal's pass pass rush against Washington's offensive line. Already kind of elaborated on that a little bit. But I think that this is an advantageous matchup for the Huskies as it'll give Michael Penix time to make good decisions in the pocket and hopefully allow opportunities for Roma Dunze, Jalen McMillan, Jalen Polk, and the rest to create separation downfield. The other one that I think will be interesting to watch is Washington's pass rush against Cal's offensive line. Again, Cal has allowed 18 sacks this season. The Huskies, it seems, have had opportunities to get to the quarterback quite a bit this season. They struggled to actually bring Jane Delora down once they were back there last week. So we'll see if they are able to finish the job more frequently Well, they should have multiple opportunities against Jack Plummer. Uh, Yeah, so that's pretty much it on the Cal Golden Bears. As is tradition, I'll give kind of a confidence interval coming from the perspective of a Husky fan. I'd put it about a 6.5 maybe. Uh, I was going to go with 6, but I'm just going to throw the bonus .5 on. Cal Memorial makes me a little anxious. It's kind of an interesting venue to play in, but I think the Huskies will be motivated to get past their road struggles. Uh, and improve to 6-2 and two on the season, nabble eligibility early, all of those sorts of things. Dogman.com is the best place for post, pre, and in-game coverage. Husky Hoops coming up right around the corner. Uh, so definitely you're going to want to stay tuned. That's it for me, and go dogs. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.